Good morning, good morning. This is David Villa, Game Changer Live. What's up, guys? We're going to just spend some time today jumping right into it. We're going to talk about certainty versus uncertainty. Certainty versus uncertainty. Listen, I'm going to say it this way, right? We are in uncertain times uncertain times but i you know i want to ask you really honestly you know other than there are some predictions that we're able to make maybe a little more concrete right we're able to go through life you know when the economy is open and when businesses are functioning and when you know we can gather together and worship god in person versus uh, on live stream when you know there's no talk about the coronavirus there's no 24-hour news cycle about what's going on there's no deaths right that are uh in, you know that are skyrocketing or what have you all of this obviously are, are are differences with what is the norm right some call it the new norm you know I, I i'm just calling it what's going on now but certainly there's always there's a lot of uncertainty that are different right now there's differences that are going on but let me just tell you this i think if you really look at it although there are some things that you and i can predict we are in an uncertain world always, meaning that at any given time, right, things can happen. At any given time, right, there could be a tragedy in your life or there can be, you know, the loss of a job or there can be, you know, situations that the stock market fluctuates or there can be, you know, uh, circumstances that are out of your control. There's weather patterns, right? We go through every year, especially here in Florida where I am, right, where many of you might be, you know, there's hurricanes and, you know, in the Midwest, there's tornadoes and, you know, in, 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 the, in California and along the west coast there's been you know forest fires that are just burning out of control and you know so there's a lot of uncertainty uh, there's a lot of uncertainty that go on in this world, right? The Bible says it rains upon the just and the unjust. We all live in this world, this imperfect world that is, by the way, temporary, you know? So I want to just kind of point out before we get into the, the lesson today, and I want to encourage you. My goal today is to encourage you, you know, through this uncertainty, you know, and, and, and really kind of hammer home and remind you that we serve a certain God. So in the middle of all the uncertainty, we serve a certain God. I'm getting this today, this lesson from, uh, you know, this, the, the latest you version, uh, Bible devotion that, uh, we, I wrote, um, and we uh, just went live a couple of days ago on you version already. We've had over a thousand people, according to you version, download the app and it's, and it's been live, not even, not, on, not even 48 hours. And, uh, so I'm going to encourage you if you're not uh, on you version, go to you version, you can download the app. Uh, it's a Bible app. If you're on desktop, it's Bible.com. Uh, we have close to 20 devotions uh, with over half a million uh, subscribers uh, worldwide. Um, and uh, so, I mean, what a, what a what an amazing tool to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. And so, we've written uh, for the last couple of years for You Version. Uh, so we went to work and wrote uncertainty. Uh, I'm sorry, certainty in times of uncertainty. And uh, we wrote this and put it out, and version published it a couple of days ago. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and, and I'm going to speak to you from really what's been in my heart. And let me just say this. Uncertainty says, I don't know what my future holds, right? That's what uncertainty says. Certainty says, I know who holds my future. That's powerful right there. So uncertainty says, I don't know what my future holds. And many of you right now, maybe you've lost your job or maybe you are, you know, quarantined up in your house or maybe, you know, you're just going stir crazy because you can't go to your favorite restaurant or, you know, you can't, you can't go to work or, or things are different and, you know, uh, things around you are different and, you know, you're just really in uncertain times and you don't know what your future holds, right? Uncertainty is watching the news and following along with what they say. They say, 
they're reporting the news. And the news clearly by default right now is uncertain, right? It says, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know when your state's going to open back up. I don't know when the local businesses are going to open back up. I don't know when the stock market's going to go up. I don't know when I'm going to get a job. I don't know when I'm going to get called back to work. I don't know when all this is going to pass. I don't like it, right? It's uncertain. Uncertainty says, I don't know what the future holds. But certainty says, I know who holds my future. And I'm going to tell you, there's news right now that we need to be listening to as believers more than ever, and that is the good news, right? The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God knew this was going to happen. He, before time began, in the beginning, when he says, when he spoke it into existence, he knew that in the year 2020, 2,000 years, and 2,020 years after Christ was born, crucified, resurrected from the dead, he knew that coronavirus was going to happen. He knew that this was going to be in, in, the, in, in going on in this world. And his word is still infallible. It's still absolutely immutable. It cannot fail. He is not a God that's lied or, or, that's, or that's forgotten about anything. He is a God that's on the throne, and he is alive and well. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit. We're going to, we're going to uh, move forward here with our lesson. And I want to talk to you about certainty, right, in times of uncertainty. So let's look at, really quick, the definition of, uh, you know, certainty. I'm a definition guy, right? I love uh, looking at uh, definitions. And I, I, I tell you, uh, you know, if you look at certainty, the sheer definition of the word certainty fires me up, right? Because we serve a God who is, who is certain, and, and cert, certainty is this firm conviction that something is the case, you know, uh, the quality of being reliably true, a fact that is definitely true or an event that is definitely going to take place. I'm going to tell you a couple of things. Number one, that, that, that and I, I tweeted this out and uh, on Twitter, I love Twitter because, you know, uh, you know, you can just put something out that's just going to encourage somebody. There's enough noise on Twitter, political arguments and just nonsense, right? People trolling each other. But I tell you what, all I use Twitter for is just simply to motivate and encourage somebody. 83 people like this. 25 people retweeted it. If you're not following me on Twitter, um, I am uh, David Villa and you can find me at IPD Mail. Uh, I'm verified there on Twitter. But I just said this and let me just give you a little synopsis of what I feel certainty is. Go back to the definition. Certainty is this. Firm conviction that something is the case, the quality of being reliably true, a fact that is definitely true, or an event that is definitely going to take place. Let me just read this tweet that I sent out uh, yesterday. He still holds the power. These are, these are facts, right? These are truths. These are certainties. He, God, still holds the power to heal and set free. He is still on the throne. He's still the God of miracles. He can do in a moment, come on, what might take years for us to work through on our own. Let me just stop and say this. What's going to take the government months, if not years, to get back on track? The economy, it might take months, if not years, to get this back on track or to get it back to what would be considered a norm, right? But he can do in a moment what might take years for us to work through on our own. That is a certainty. He is all powerful. That's a certainty. He is able. That's a fact. That's a certainty. Nothing is too difficult for him. That's a certainty. He is always within reach. That's a certainty. The Bible says that he's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. It says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. It says that, 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 that he is a, a friend in the time of need. He'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That if two or more gather in his name. So we're t there's two of us six feet apart, if not more, in this room. And there's thousands of you that are going to watch this over the course of the next week. And I'm going to tell you that two or more gather in his name, 
right? Then he is in the midst. So he is always within reach. That's a certainty. He is never far away. That's a certainty. So a certainty is something that is absolutely based upon a reliable truth. The truth is Jesus Christ is alive and well, that he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that he is the God of gods. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. So let me just say it this way. When, when the coronavirus, before it came, he was God. While it's here, he is God. When it's gone, he is God. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess one day that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let me tell you, he is the same yesterday. He is the same today and he'll be the same tomorrow. I'm going to tell you, this is not a fact. This is a truth. This is a certainty. That's what certainty is. Now let's look at uncertainty because we have to look at it because the definition uncertain definition, right? And then by the way, if you notice here in, in the certain definition, it gives you some things to cling to, right? It, it, it tells you that there's a firm conviction that something's the case. The quality of being reliably true, a fact that is definitely true or an event that is definitely going to take place. And let me give you one other event that's definitely going to take place. Jesus Christ will return to this earth to gather his church and we will spend eternity with him in heaven. I got some good news for you. It's an event that is certainly going to take place. But listen, when you look at uncertainty, this is what I find interesting. We're, everybody's saying, right, there's uncertain times going on. We're in a season or a time of uncertainty. Let me just read the definition right here of uncertainty and let you listen to this. Even the definition itself is wobbly. The definition of certainty gives you something to cling to. The definition of uncertainty just basically says it's uncertain. The state of being uncertain something that is uncertain or that causes us to feel uncertain. <laughs> Basically, let me say it this way. You say I'm, we're in uncertain times. The economy is uncertain. The government's uncertain. What's going on is uncertain. This coronavirus is uncertain. Am I going to get my job back? It's uncertain. Am I going to make it? It's uncertain. All of these things that the world tells you, that the news cycles tell you, basically what they're saying is it's anti-certain. It's anti-certain. I'm going to tell you that the opposite of faith is fear. The opposite of, listen, I understand as a human, and so does God, by the way, why we feel these apprehension, apprehensive thoughts, why we feel this way, right? Feelings are real, but we have to submit our feelings to, a, to, to the faith. And what is faith? Faith is what God says in his word. It doesn't mean that we won't feel it. It just means that in spite of feeling it, we know that uncertainty says, I don't know what my future holds, but certainty says, I know who holds my future. Amen. So let's just move on a little bit. So we're going to continue to talk about certainty versus uncertainty. I'm going to bring up the next point here. So look, looking at this whole need, we need to introduce, and this is where really I want to, what, what I'm trying to do here, right? I'm trying to introduce my staff, my sales team, that a lot of them are believers and they believe in this, but even those who aren't and those that are around me who aren't, those that, uh, my family members, my kids, they all love the Lord there. But right now we're, we're, we're all experiencing, right, the, what this world is dishing out and what's going on. So I want to introduce everyone that's around me, everyone one that I have influence over, including you. I want to in introduce an uncertain world, uncertain world, uncertain neighbors, I, my, my, the person across the street, down the street, the person at Starbucks, the person that I'm going through the drive through window, the, the Uber driver, the, the, my family member, my distant family member, right? Those that are on Facebook, those that are watching, those that have never met me, my clients, my clients, because I have clients that don't know the Lord, right? But I can introduce my, this uncertain blank, you fill in the blank, uncertain world to a certain Jesus. See, you got to understand something. You were born for such a time as this. Why is this happening? Why? Because 
because Jesus, listen, knew it was going to happen, but God is allowing this to happen for multiple reasons. But one of the reasons that you and I were born for such a time as this so that we can introduce an uncertain world, an uncertain economy, an uncertain client base, uncertain family members, uncertain employees, uncertain colleagues, uncertain people that we come in contact with to a certain Jesus. I got to tell you, that's what this is all about. Listen, there's a God that cannot fail. There's a God. I said this uh, last week. I'll say it again because it bears repeating that he, and, and this kind of is funny or maybe it's, 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 a, it's a word picture, but I think it puts it into a really good analogy, a word picture of, of what God is or what he is not, right? He's on his throne, meaning that he's the God on the throne. He's not rattled by this. He hasn't fallen off his throne. He's not the little old lady or little old man that you see on the life alert commercials that are laying on the floor going, I've fallen and I can't get up. God hasn't fallen down. He can't not get back up. There's no cracks in the streets of gold. There's no, there's the grass isn't growing up, you know, unmowed around the, uh, around the streets of gold. So I was watching in certain states, I think in Michigan, you know, somebody was uh, talking this morning because there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, like it, love it with the governor and, and, you know, and, and what have you. And they said that, you know, there's, there's certain businesses that are open, you know, but then there's, you can't mow your grass or you can't play catch with your kid or whatever, because there's, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're cracking down on these types of things. So the grass is going to grow right in Michigan or maybe certain parts of the country. But I'm going to tell you, the grass is not unmanicured in heaven. It's, it's neatly manicured. It's edged, right? There's no cracks in the streets of gold. The, the pearly gates, right? The Bible says there's gates of pearl. You know, and these are huge, massive gates, obviously. But I, I'll say it this way. They don't need WD-40. They're not squeaking. You, you get what I'm saying? God is in control. He's not broke. He's not looking for a PPP loan. God's not, God's not looking for a small business loan. He's not looking for a stimulus package. He's, he's not hurting. He's not going, what are we going to do? My supplies are running out. He's the God of all gods. And he will supply your needs if you tap into him. It doesn't matter how it's going to happen. If you look at the Bible, God supplied needs in many, many ways. The Bible says in Luke that if you give, not just give of your money, but if you give of your time, you give of your talent, you give of your resources. It says give and he shall give unto you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over Will he cause men to give you your bosom? So listen, here's the deal. We live in an economy where people and businesses and men and women are involved in running the economy. So when it says it that way, it lends me to believe that the majority of the way that God will cause him, will give unto you and back to you is through commerce. So God will supply your needs according to his riches and glory. But in the word of God, he did it many ways. He supplied for his people daily through dropping bread or manna onto the grounds when they were in a place that it was different. Listen, they, they were provided for many, many times through commerce and through blessing and through businesses, uh, doing business with them. And then there were seasons of time where they were, they were, they were supplied daily bread, manna, Every day. And when they tried to hoard it up or they tried to gather it, it would rot overnight because God wanted to provide every day for them. He wanted to be the daily provider. I'm going to tell you, if he's got to drop bread from heaven, if he's got to put a stack of money on your doorstep every day, if he's got to supply your needs, if he's got to cause the cable company to lose your cable bill for a while, if he's got to cause your landlord to give you free rent, I don't care how it has to happen. He is the God that will supply your needs according to his riches and glory 
by Christ Jesus. So I'm going to tell you that he is a supplier. However, he needs to do it. He sent a raven, a bird, during a season of Elijah's life to, 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 to bring him sustenance. So whatever God has got to do, he'll do it. Now, how he's going to do it, he may, may very well just cause you to be blessed like he's doing with us here. We have, uh, through a, a product, we've developed, God supplied us, and we're getting calls. I mean, we're getting calls. Our phones are ringing off the hook. Some of my sales reps are selling more deals so far this month than they sold in any months in the past over a 30-day period. That's favor. That's blessing. That's sustenance. That's provision. Amen. So God will do it. So let's look at the next slide. Let's pull it up. So by the way, we need to introduce a certain uncertain world to a certain Jesus. So let me just give you guys a couple of points before I jump off and get out of your way. Right? Number one, things don't always go according to our plans. Look, that's the deal. Here's the deal. We're not in control. We're not in control. Listen, I'm a control guy. I like to control. I was listening to my pastor, Aaron Burke, this past Sunday, uh, Radiant Church, uh, uh, one church in soon to be five locations. Uh, I, if you're not going somewhere, listen, you can watch it anywhere. Just look up Radiant Church, Tampa. If you want to know which Radiant Church, because you might find another one somewhere else, just message me and I'll, I'll give you the link. But our pastor, Aaron Burke, uh, who phenomenal pastor, was talking about this as well. Listen, we want to be in control, right? But if things don't always go according to our plan, plans. We're not in control right now and it's okay, right? I don't want to be in control right now. I want my God to be in control right now because look, I don't have the answers folks and neither do you. I don't care. Listen, Dave Ramsey doesn't have the answer. Uh, John Maxwell doesn't have the answer. You know, uh, President Trump doesn't have the answer. Uh, Your governor doesn't have the answer. Your, your, Your representatives don't have the answer. Your banker doesn't have the answer. Listen to me. They don't have the answer. They may have some wisdom because they surround themselves with a council and multiple councils of individuals, but hopefully somebody's hearing from God. And I'm telling you who does have the answer, and that is God. So things don't always go according to our plans, but they will always adhere to. Listen, adhere, if you, if you want to know the best way to understand what the word adhere means in this season, it's when, you're, when you are applying something and it says apply it and it would in, in, in the two surfaces will adhere or this surface A will adhere to. It will line up with. So things don't always go according to our plans, but they will always adhere to. They'll always line up with the plans of the Lord. And that's the plans that you need. You want a scripture to look up? Jeremiah 29, 11 is one that you need to put inside your spirit because he talks about the plans that he has for you. So don't become so discouraged in the delays, right? Listen, don't become discouraged in the delays that you give up on the pursuit of your purpose. You need to be open-minded and understand that there, there might be some flexibility to this needed here and you, you you might need to make some adjustments but don't be discouraged in the delays that you give up on the pursuit of your purpose because look we cannot control what happens to us we can only control our response to it you can sit there and you can vent you can complain you can cry I mean you can you can you can worry you can fret you could you could do all of those things you could get an attitude and you could do everything within your power but you cannot control what happens right now but what you can do is release your control and control how you respond to what happens. That's a lesson that David Villa had to learn. But I promise you this, our God, my God, your God, the God you serve, right? Jesus Christ. Listen, he knows the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other way to the Father but through the Son. So let's look at this. Pastor Charles Swindoll, if you want to see something that's also going to encourage you, it's been around since, I don't know, the 80s or 90s. I think I saw it for the first time in the 90s. But if you look up, 
Charles Swindoll. You want to Google it? Charles Swindoll. Pastor Charles Swindoll. He may be dead. I don't even know if he's still living. But if you look up Charles Swindoll attitude, it'll, it'll come up. And there's a beautiful, beautiful, pretty lengthy quote and teaching and lesson that Charles Swindoll put out on attitude. Matter of fact, all my kids, my youngest daughter to this day, she's 20 or almost 20. She talks about um, how that impacted her life. And, uh, you know, when, when she was maybe just 12 or 13 and she had an attitude problem and I made her read this uh, every day for five days and she still talks about this. Matter of fact, not too long ago, she asked me for it and said, can you send that to me again? I don't know what she was going to do with it. Maybe she needed attitude adjustment. Maybe she wanted to share it with someone, but it impacted her life. It was something that she read, but it's something I shared with my kids, my employees. So look it up. But Pastor Charles Swindoll once said it this way, that life is 10% what happens. Listen, it, listen, a big deal going on right now, right? It's a big deal. It seems like everything. But, but here's the deal. It's 10% what happens to us, but it's 90% how we react to it. Read that and read Jeremiah 29, 11, and that'll help you. All right, let's move on a little further. So number one, things don't always go according to our plans, but they always will adhere to God's plans. Number two, whatever you're going through is no match for God. It's no match for the Lord. Listen, whatever pain, whatever fear, whatever frustration. And listen, I have an idea of what you could be going through because we're human beings. And and by the way, I'm not chastising you or, or neither is God because you are going through it. But just understand by the sheer phrase of, of saying going through it, it means that, there, you, that, there, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that there's an exit at the end of this, that there, that there is something different on the other side. And you serve a God who went through some stuff. He went through the wilderness. He went through the cross. Listen, he, he sat in the garden of Gethsemane and he said, if there's any other way, God, let this cup, we just celebrated Easter, let this pass before me, but nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. So listen, whatever pain you're facing, whatever fear you're facing, whatever frustration you're facing, whatever stress you're facing, whatever anxiety you're facing, whatever uncertainty you may be going through, listen, it's, it's, it, 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 the bottom line is all of that is made certain through Jesus Christ. You need to tap into the one thing that is certain in all of this uncertainty because you can't change the uncertainty, but you can tap into the root the certainty that doesn't change. Right now, in the middle of this and everything else that's existed from the beginning of time, God has not changed. That is refreshing and that is a source of peace. My God has provided me and you with the dreams, the tools, right? Well, I'm sorry, with the tools necessary to see my dreams and your dreams come to fruition. So even though we're going through this and it might not look the same as it looked two months ago, the bottom line is God has given you and I the tools necessary to see the dreams that we have in our heart come to fruition. I'm going to tell it this way. He's the author, but he's also the finisher. So when he authored this in your heart three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, six months ago, when he authored it in your heart, listen, he knew this was coming. So when he authored it in your heart, he didn't make a mistake and forget about coronavirus or forget about this season. He authored it in your heart and put the dream there, knowing that this season was coming. So he has given you the tools necessary. Got to dig a little deeper and you got to search in the arsenal of your tools and get into the word of God and tap into the certainty of God and say, okay, God, what tools have you already given me? What have you already provided me that are necessary to see my dreams, the dreams that you've given me and placed in me as the author of the book of my life? What, what tools, God, do I have already? 
that I need to tap into that are going to help me see the dreams that you placed in my heart come to fruition, right? See, listen, you see that we may live in a limited world, but we serve a limitless God. That You need to tweet that out. You need to post that and tag me. If you're watching this right now, I'm going to ask you to do something just, just to encourage somebody around you. Do it if you're on Facebook right now or LinkedIn or Instagram or, or YouTube or Twitter or wherever you're watching this, wherever you follow me. All right, I want you to do me a favor. If you would just take that quote that's going to be on the screen for a little longer. <laughs> Mike just took it down. If you're going to leave that up there, I just want you to see it. Type this in. You see, we may, or just say, we may live in a limited world, but we serve a limitless God. I want you to say that and then just tag me. And then what we're going to do is we're going to share that in our timelines and our pages. Because here's the deal. Somebody that you follow needs to see that we serve a limitless God. We may be in a limited world. We may be in a limitless circumstance, but we, and we may, have, we may have a limited understanding, but we serve a God who is limitless. And that is a fact, my friend. That is a certainty that you need to take to the bank. I'm going to read this tweet again. He still holds the power to heal. He still sets free. He's still the God of miracles. He can do in a moment what take, might take years for us to work through on our own. He's an all-powerful God. He's able. Nothing is too difficult for him. He's always within reach. He's never far away. He is a limitless God, and you can tap into that today. And I'm going to tell you, that's the answer to everything that we're going through right now. He is a limitless God in a limited society. Amen? Hey, see Isaiah 41.10. And we're going to move on to point three here. And I hope you're getting something out of this. If you are, you share this with somebody. Let them see it because there's people that need encouragement right now. You go, well, they don't, they don't believe in God or they don't know God. Hey, listen, this, this, by the way, there's a lot of people that didn't believe in God that now do. Amen. Maybe you were one of those people that didn't believe in God, but now you do. And here's the reality. The society and what we're going through has a way of bringing people to the end of their rope. And when you get to the end of your rope and you let go, it's when you can let go and fall into the hands of God. This is what the society needs. They need it. And God's going to bring a revival of his spirit in times like this. Number three, we must trust the process. Look, we don't like process. We hate process. Process is not fun. I don't like it. I like the fruit. When we look at it and we take, when we see the picture, right? The vision, we look at it and it's visionaries. Maybe you, you like looking through the lens of the camera of life and you like to see the vision. Oh, wow. That, that looks really, really good. But there's this thing called process that we got to walk through to get to the other side where the vision is that God showed us. So we must trust the process even when the journey gets rocky. So you've been on this process and maybe you've been going through a season of blessing. Maybe you can be going through a season of ease and maybe things have been going really good, right? They were in January and February for a lot of us. We've been going through a great economy. Then all of a sudden it got rocky. Look, we must trust the process even when the journey gets rocky. God puts us through. Listen, he didn't put this on us, but he put, allows us to go through. God allows us, right? Or he puts us through what I call stress seasons, right? To prepare us mentally, spiritually, relationally, uh, financially, spiritually, physically. He puts us through or allows us to go through stretching seasons to prepare us mentally for the destination that we are headed towards. You hear that? Listen, he puts us through stretching seasons. So what do you do? It's stretching seasons. It stretches you. It takes you and puts you out of your comfort zone. It doesn't feel good when you stretch, but it's necessary. So go through this stretching season and understand that in this stretching season, that God's got a plan. And that plan is not necessarily for us to understand at this moment, but get this, God's in control and he knows what he's doing. There is a fire inside you that is stronger than the uncertainty. I'm going to say it again. 
There's a fire inside of you that's stronger than the uncertainty that you may be feeling. You're feeling uncertainty, but there's a fire inside you that's stronger than the uncertainty that you may be feeling. It has the power. The fire has the power to overcome the negativity that may be surrounding you right now. Listen, tap into that fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God's word, the fire of, of, of the dreams and desires he placed on the inside of you, the fire of the word of God. Tap into that fire and that fire of God, that, 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 that relationship with God the words of God that, by the way, will burn up everything else around you is sharper than any two-edged sword, the Word of God said. It pierces between the very, very uh, uh, minute space that, that are your emotions and, and the reality. It'll pierce through that and tap into that fire and overcome the negativity that's surrounding you right now. And don't listen to the voices of negativity. Listen, if you got to tune everybody else out around you, be careful what you let into your life right now because, you, listen, you can have an overload of negativity and it's not going to do anything anything for you but tap into the word of God the certainty that are overcome all of the other uncertainty that's going on see John 14 27 all right let's look at the next point here uh, I think we're done with points right Mike all right so let's just say thank you <laughs> all right so right on time man listen are you ready to choose and I'm going to encourage you again, if you weren't watching this in the beginning, this lesson of, of, of certainty in a time of uncertainty came from the YouVersion Bible app that we just released two days ago. Over a thousand people have already downloaded it. If you have YouVersion, all you got to do is type in my name, David Villa, or type in Villa, type in Villa, because I think, uh, type in Villa, and you'll see 20 different uh, uh, versions or different devotions that we've released. Over half a million people in the last two years have uh, subscribed to our apps. Over, by the way, 2,000 a day, every day, 24, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, seven days a week, um, 30 days a month, 50, uh, or 365 days a year, over 2,000 a day. Download our, uh, our subscribing currently. And this one has been released for 48 hours. I promise you it'll be a blessing. The, the, all of this came from that, and uh, but you can tap into a lot more. It's a five-day devotion, and uh, right now people are encouraged by it. And uh, pull it back up again. Let me just read this. Are you ready? So this is my challenge to you. Are you ready to choose certainty over uncertainty. I certainly am because look, the world is full. The news media is full. The, the government is full. The economy is full. The businesses around you, your family members are full. Everybody's full of uncertainty. I'm tired of this. Have you heard? Hey, have you heard what the president, have you heard what the governor, have you heard that this business, have you heard what Joe, the employee said? Have you heard what, what, what our cousin said? Hey, I was listening to this. I heard that. I heard this. Have you heard what God said in his word? I'm not, look, I'm not sticking my head in the sand like an ostrich. I am not ignoring it. I'm aware of what's going on. I'm going to abide by the rules that are out there and I'm going to, I'm going to keep my family and my employees safe. Listen, I want you to do the same thing, but have you heard the certainty that comes from the word of God in this season? You serve a God that is on the throne. He is alive and well. He has not fallen. He has not forgotten. He cannot lie. The dream he put in your heart will come to pass. Why? Because he said, my word will not return void. It will not return void. It will go forth and accomplish everything that I set forth for it to accomplish. Share this with somebody that needs it. Make sure you join the Game Changer group. Uh, Mike, if you have a uh, Matias, if you're watching this, put the uh, out there, put the Game Changer uh, link to the group in 
the comments. If you will click on that link, uh, there's over 5,000 or close to 5,000 men, women in that group that are doing nothing but encouraging each other every single day. I promise you, if you need encouragement right now, it's a place to be. It's David Villa's Game Changer Group. If you're watching this on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, if you're watching this on YouTube, go to Facebook and look up David Villa's Game Changer Group. We have at least 25 or 30 every single day, seven days a week that are joining the group every day, every day. And I want to invite you to join it. You're not going to get spammed. You're not going to get sold. You're going to get encouraged. Matter of fact, uh, 95% of everybody that comments in there is not me. So uh, I comment every day. But uh, listen, we invite you in and uh, love you guys. Appreciate you. I'm praying for you. Father, I just pray blessing over every person watching, every business watching right now. Lord, I pray that the word of God would rise up above, above every noise and every other voice, God, in our lives. The word of God, your word, would just, God, rise up above, above every other voice. We pray for our president. We pray for our, our senators, our congressmen and women. God, our, our governors, our, our state and local politicians, our pastors, our leaders, our family members, our employers. God, we pray, God, for our friends and family, our clients. We pray, God, for our health. I pray, God, right now, God, that wise decisions will be made. I pray, God, that revival would just move across this land, God. And I just pray favor and blessing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. And I uh, hope to see you next week.